Hey, hey, my name is Kelly, and with a dumbbell in one hand and my camera in the other, I am on a mission to inspire, coach, and empower women. This is going to be a safe space for us to break through barriers and become the happy, healthy, confident warriors that I know we all are. Whatever you are doing right now, walking the dog, driving the kids around, or even just brushing your teeth, here you have full permission to slow down, tune in, and fill your cup. Let's be rebels and learn to love ourselves in a world that is constantly telling us not to. Are you ready? Will you come be a rebel with me? Yeah, you will. Let's do this. Hello, hello everyone. Happy Monday. I am excited for this one. Can you tell? I am excited for this one. So we're going to dive right in because I have a lot to say on this and I got some of my friends to say a few things with me. So we are talking about working out. But more specifically, why working out and weight loss shouldn't have much to do with each other. I used to be obsessed with working out purely for weight loss. But the truth is that 30 to 60 minute workout only makes up 2 to 4% of your day. 2 to 4%. And yet I was putting my all into workouts thinking it was the one and only road to a smaller body. So I wasn't surprised at all when I had somebody say to me, and this isn't the first time somebody has said this to me, it's just the latest. I had somebody say that they didn't need to work out because they don't need to lose weight. And it back a little bit because in my circle in BFS, it's very much <laughs> not that. <laughs> we are not in BFS working out to shrink our bodies. And it was just... A kind of very real reminder that the world out there still sees exercise this way. In fact, one of the lovely women, Jenny, that you're going to hear, we had a conversation about how before joining body and bringing workouts into our routine, we very much saw exercising as a punishment. It was a punishment for any weight gain. It was a punishment for not being attractive. And I want to change that. I am on a mission to change that. I am doing a much deeper training on this inside of Focus and Fill and I am so I'm just so excited to dive into this. So if you are also somebody who is obsessed with burning calories and you're only working out to earn your food because hands up that's where I was. Let me tell you it takes roughly burning 3500 calories to burn 1 pound of fat and that's not even accurate because there's so many variables. So Put your tracker away, put your watch off and just put on an exercise that you enjoy and do it for the feel good factor. And as I say, I'm going to go so much deeper into that and focus and fill, but I will leave you with that one little tip just now. So let's get to it. If we're not working out for weight loss, what the hell are we working out for? <laughs> you know, we've we've been trained to believe that that is what working out is for. You know, sweat is fat crying burn your calories you know 
back in the MyFitnessPal days, if you exercised, your calories went up, you know, so you worked out so that you could eat more. I hate that I was ever like that, but I know there's people listening to this and that is still your reality. So I am going to give you some amazing reasons to why you should work out that have nothing to do with weight loss. I went into my body coach chat and I asked them to send me some voice notes on why they work out. And the reason I reached out to my body coaches is because we are all about health esteem. We are all different sizes, different ages, different strength, different abilities, and we're all doing it for our own reasons. So I knew that was a place of gold for me to go to. And it was. So we are going to kick off with my one of my favorite people in the entire world, Andy. Here is what awesome Andy had to say. Hello, Kelly. I mainly work out for my anxiety and my ADHD. Now, ADHD me is dopamine deficient and always looking for a dopamine hit. And I get that from working out and from running and from digging in cold water. But anxiety me likes the routine of working out every day. It makes me feel powerful and strong and confident. And it spills over into everyday life because you you prove to yourself that you can do hard things that you never thought you were capable of. If I can lift a big heavy weight over my head 10 times, then I can walk into a room full of strangers or I can sign up to a class or I can go for that job. It, it builds confidence and it lifts my mood. And of course, it gives me a little bit of me time just for me to work on myself. A bit of quiet time for my head, for me. Did I mention for me? Yeah, for me. I love that Andy kept saying for me, for me, for me, because that is completely how I feel as well. It is for me. You've got to fill your cup up first. And I talk a lot about confidence and connection with working out. If you're keeping promises to yourself, if you're proving to yourself that you're strong and you can do these hard things, of course, your confidence is going to fly. However, I want to go back to talking about, um, Andy mentioned her ADHD and anxiety. So let's talk about what working out can do to our brains. Now, I am in no way a qualified expert, so I am just going to share with you what I've picked up, what I've learned along the way. There's a lot of big words. I might gloss over them. I might attempt them. (laughs) Don't yell at me. I will do my best with my lack of big words and brain and physics education. Okay. Moving on. Speaking of which, (laughs) working out is basically your body learning. It helps your body learn because it builds muscle and motor memory. I read somewhere that even after your first workout, your brain is learning and building muscle and motor memory. And I think I experienced this a little bit. I was telling my friends how I did my first 15 mile run a couple of weeks ago. And all I've ever done is a half marathon, which is, I said that as if it's not a big deal. Um, the longest I ran is a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. There's so many numbers in my marathon training that I'm losing the plot. But uh, yeah, 13 miles. And I swear my body knew when I hit 13.2 miles. My body went, nope, nope, we've not done this before. Nope, nope. And that last two miles, that was hard. It did truly feel like my body knew that was something we hadn't done before and it was yelling at me to stop. (laughs) But I did it 50 miles, yay! 
Now, working out also reduces the risk of depression. Now, bear with me. This is where the big words are going to come in. But exercise boosts the production of something called PGC-1-alpha, which is connected to your, your energy, your metabolism, and that breaks down a depression-causing thing called... <laughs> Wait, let's ask Google how to pronounce this. Wait, I'll attempt it first for a giggle. Can you rhyme... No, that sounds like you didn't. Can you rhyme... Oh, God, where's Google? Here's Google. Can you rhyme... Right, that thing, that thing. So I googled that thing because I thought, well, why do we have a depression-causing chemical in us? What the hell's that doing in there? And there was just a lot of big words and a lot of nasty words. A lot of, um, there was information about how it can boost growth of tumours and, yeah, just not a nice chemical. So we want to exercise to boost the production of our PGC-1-alpha which will break down the depression-causing chemical called kinurinine. Kinurinine? Did I do it? Side note, if you are qualified and know all about this, reach out to me. Please be a guest. <laughs> Don't make me say these words alone. So as well as our brains learning and building more muscle and motor memory and reducing the risk of depression, it is also boosting our long-term memory. Weightlifting for as little as 20 minutes can apparently boost your long-term memory by 10%. That's pretty cool. I lift weights maybe minimum, well, at the moment with marathon training, it's only maybe once or twice a week. But I know the lyrics to every single Spice Girl song from when I was 10. So I believe this fact. I believe it. It's factual. The scientific reason behind this, here you go, do you want to hear me say another big word again or fluff it up even, is that exercise releases a stress hormone called neuropinephrine. <laughs> Whose idea was it to do this episode when I don't know any of these words? Anyway, there is an exercise releases a stress hormone that begins with an N. Neuropinephrine. And it is, it's like a chemical messenger in the brain and it plays a strong role in memory. So that is pretty cool. In the book I read, there was also some information about how this can affect your brain white matter, which overall just kind of makes your brain much more efficient. So there we go. The brain side effects of working out. And now can we please move on? Because that was really difficult. So we're going to sidestep from the chemical part of our brain and I am going to get you to listen to a message I got from Steph. She talks about how working out has improved her mental health. This was a beautiful message. Hi Kelly, I started exercising to help my mental health. Lockdown, head got to a pretty, pretty dark place, didn't like me as a person felt like I was a crappy wife, crappy mom, and you inspired me to make time each day for myself. And since then, it's been nearly two years, and the changes in me have been huge. Not changes in body size by any means, but just I am a happier, 
and more confident version of myself when I make time to exercise and make time for me. I am a better mum. I have more patience for the kids. I am a better wife. Like, it just makes me a better person because I've allowed time for me. I can't can't raise enough. Like, exercise, everybody should exercise. And it doesn't have to be high intensity or massive cardio. It could just be simple movement like walking. It is just so good for your head and obviously your body. But, yeah, I am a better person now because I exercise. I completely relate to what Steph said there about as simple as working out make you making you feel like you're a better wife a better mum and I spoke about this I think it was in episode eight my morning routines when I just felt like I was constantly shouting at the kids because my days were starting being woken up with you know by somebody else's needs and just getting up that hour or two before the rest of the house does in filling my own cup it makes such a difference to your day So now we are going to move on and talk about the benefits that working out has on your body. Now, I had the lovely Liz send me a message and it actually really reminded me of my mum. My mum is inside BFS, my body group, and she speaks a lot about working out to be the fittest grandma. Um, She even gave a lovely testimonial to BFS. After her first year with us, she reflected on how at my nephew's birthday party, she couldn't stay in the bouncy castle with the grandkids for very long. And after a year with BFS, when his birthday came around again, she was in the bouncy castle for like the whole party and didn't break a sweat. (laughs) But she often speaks about how she is training to be the fittest grandma. And so when Liz sent this message and she speaks a lot about staying healthy and strong for old age um that made me smile so here's what Liz had to say so Kelly for me exercise is the route to being healthy strong mobile and independent in old age I intend to live a long time but want to do so with good mobility and strength as we age particularly with women post-menopause We lose muscle mass, bone density, and our joints get stiffer. So strengthening the muscle around the joints and moving the joints keeps them mobile. And strength training retains and improves muscle mass and bone density. I reached 60 last year and I'm fitter, healthier, stronger, and I look younger than I have done in years due to exercise and healthier living. It's a no-brainer. Now, what made my ears perk up there was that Liz said she looked younger. So I looked into this and it is actually a fact that working out and weight training can help you look younger. The reason behind that is that exercise keeps your skin cells healthy. It increases your blood flow, which means more oxygen is pumping and your body is more efficient at eliminating waste. So how cool is that? And another connection with working out and your brain and your body health is that a healthier heart means a healthier brain because a healthy heart through cardiovascular health is better at pumping blood to your brain. 
I also let my mind wander about the whole training for old age. And if you think about it, you know, as Liz said, your joints stiffen up. And I was thinking about certain moves and how they are very basic moves. You know, as we get older, people, you know, the elderly find it hard to sit down. Well, that's a squat, isn't it? So do your squats, get perfect at sitting down, do your lunges, maybe that'll save you from falling if you just break out into a lunge, and Arnold press, that could be the action of you putting the groceries away on the top shelf as you're getting older. So I was picturing all the moves we do, and it really is going to benefit us in our mobility when we're older. And speaking of mobility and age, this leads me to the next clip that I have, and this is of Jenny. Jenny, thank you so much for your honesty and vulnerability in this clip. And um, We had a lovely conversation after you sent me this, and yes, just thank you so much for sharing this. Here is what Jenny had to say about mobility and how working out has helped her. I work out because I want to feel my age. I don't want to wake up in the morning and for everything to hurt. I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night and for it to hurt to turn over. I'm only 40 and it used to feel like that. And I started working out and it doesn't feel like that anymore. It was about two months after I started working out, I felt like I could turn over in bed at night and it not hurt. I got up in in the morning and the only reason I hurt was because I'd actually worked those muscles and not just a general ache constantly. I want to be able to get up off the sofa and not be pulled up. I want to be able to run after my kids. I want to be able to actually join in with them. And I can now. I can run to the end of a walk and spin round three times and let everybody else follow me. I can... There's just so much I can do that I couldn't do before I started exercising and working out. I absolutely love the benefits, love working out. I always say I hate cardio, but when I get to an end of a cardio session, I am there crying my heart out because it feels so good. I love the feeling I get from pushing myself. So I work out because it makes me a better person. Um, It improves my mood and my body is in a better shape to keep going and be there for the rest of my life, for my children. Hopefully it'll be a long life. So that's why I work out. When I received that message, I asked Jenny if it was okay to ask if there was a specific reason that she was having you know, so much aches and pains. Was it was it illness? Was it mobility? And she was really honest, and she just said it was completely not being mobile. Um, In fact, a quote was, I've basically abused my own body for the first 38 years of my life. I saw movement and exercise as punishment, not self-care. And I wanted to talk about that because, yes, that is exactly how I felt as well. And I think the last 20 minutes has shown us all that it is not a punishment. Not everyone has the privilege to move their bodies. So if we have the ability to train, train for old age, train for future illnesses so that we can handle it when it hits us, then we just need to do it. I This has just given me a brand new passion. I am training to be the best great grandma that ever existed. 
I also had another conversation with another Jenny, Jenny T. Uh, me and Jenny spoke a lot about the aesthetics behind health and fitness. You know, people think that health looks a certain way. And her becoming a body coach and seeing the differences in body shapes and how strong all those body shapes could be was a real eye opener. And I agree. In fact, one of the reasons I almost didn't become a coach was because I don't look like a fitness coach. But that's exactly what I'm trying to fight against now with BFS is that health is not an aesthetic because there are small bodies that are really unhealthy and there are big bodies that are very strong and healthy. You just can't and shouldn't make a judgment on someone's health based on their clothes size. Jenny shared that she has been blessed with a high metabolism, so she's never really needed to go on a weight loss journey. And for her, it's all about self-care and how it has helped her cope with a thyroid condition. So here's what Jenny said. So for me, fitness is all about self-care, making myself feel good. And I guess, you know, I've got an underactive thyroid, um, which can make me feel really, really tired. Um, it can make my skin really dry. It can make my hair fall out but I have found over the last few years that actually fitness and really taking care of myself and funnily enough getting up at five in the morning and doing a workout actually gives me more energy than anything else um, and it really has made a big difference to the way I, you know I feel throughout the day the week um, and you know I think without without fitness without working out I actually don't think that I would be a very happy person. Um, I think that um, taking care of my my body physically really helps my kind of mental and, and sort of emotional wellness too. So there you go. The bigger picture for working out. We have been trained to believe that it's something we need to do to lose weight, to fix ourselves, to shrink our bodies. And it's not. There is so much more to it. So don't fall for it. Don't discredit workout or avoid it because you think it's some kind of punishment. It is not. As I say, let's train to be the most amazing great grandparents ever. Let's train for old age. I'm going to look old age in the eye and be like, come at me, bro. I did my honoured presses. I can put those heavy cans on the top shelf. I did my squats. I can sit in my seat. I don't need your help. Come at me. Move and train your body for a long, happy life, not a smaller body. Thank you so, so much to Andy, Liz, Steph, Jenny and Jenny T. As I mentioned, we are all body coaches, which stands for Beachbody On Demand Interactive. I'm going to put all our Instagram links in the show notes. So have a look. If you're interested in signing up to Body, you've got to sign up with one of us because we have amazing accountability teams. Have a look at all of our pages. We're all different we've all got different personality and make sure you match yourself with a coach that you know resonates with you that you know can inspire you so I'm going to put all of our links in the show notes there also if you were listening to that voice clip at the start by Andy and you were like wow she has a soothing voice I need to hear more of that because she does um you can hear more from her Andy has her own podcast called anxiously awesome with Andy get over follow that have a listen I also very briefly mentioned focus and fill. I'm 
so excited. Sorry, that was so high-pitched. I'm really excited. Focus and Fill is my group coaching program that starts on September 1st. I am taking you through all the steps you need to redirect your focus and fill your cup. There are six amazing women already inside and I am open to a seventh one. So if that's you, if you desire to get in that space and give you full permission to fill your cup, I am here and waiting. We start on September 1st. Get in touch with me. Let's get you involved. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Give me a wee screenshot. Give me a wee review. Give me a wee DM on Instagram. I love to connect with the people who are listening. It's good to know that I'm not just here talking to myself. Um, But if you're getting in my DMs to yell at me about not being able to say the big words, then that's okay. You can skip that. Right. Love you. Bye.